louder. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting, mouthpiece of the Southeast, uncontested superstar of the airwaves, and your reigning and defending podcast champion of the world, Brandon A. Lane, bringing you another edition of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, but not just any edition. We're on the road to FrankenCon. This event is going to be huge for a myriad of reasons, and we're going to go point by point as to why it's a can't-miss destination in this episode. But first, here's some messages from our sponsors. Madcap 3 Entertainment presents FrankenCon. On Saturday, May 14th, Joe Bob is back in town, and he's bringing Darcy the Mill Girl with him. And it's a Nightmare on Elm Street 2 reunion as the Scream Queen himself, Mark Patton, will be on hand, along with Nightmare 2 and Hellraiser Bloodline star Kim Myers, and Nightmare 2, Alone in the Dark, and Wishmaster 2 director Jack Shoulder will all be in attendance. Along with Texas Chainsaw Massacre star John Dugan, aka Grandpa. As well as a rare appearance by Pumpkinhead, Society, and Silent Night Deadly Night Part 5 star Brian Brimmer. And get ready to rock with the horror band The Casket Creatures. And last but not least, Nigel Bach, Bad Ben franchise director and actor, will be gracing us with his presence. FrankenCon takes place on Saturday, May 14th at the Hilton Knoxville Airport on 2001 Alcoa Highway, Alcoa, Tennessee. VIP and general admission tickets on sale now at frankencontn.com. VIP tickets are limited and going fast and include activities like a full screening of Nightmare 2 with a live cast commentary. For more info on prices and activities, visit us on Facebook or Instagram at frankencontn or on frankencontn.com. See you on Saturday, May 14th for the first annual FrankenCon. Card subject to change. Hey, assholes, it's me, Boner the Skeleton, mascot of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, here to sell you some shit you probably can't afford. Are you low on cash? That's not a problem. Sell your blood. Sell your children. Go to the jack-off clinic and give them a sperm sample. We don't care how you get the money as long as you give it to us. Would you like a t-shirt? A mug or a sticker to show that you're a true friend and a member of the Rant Army? Well, all you gotta do is go to RantArmy.com. And if you don't buy something, then fuck ya! Watching films is always better with friends, but we're not always so lucky. Until now, thanks to Popcorn Fodder on Tubi, you can see eight films ranging from brilliant to bizarre and everything in between with your host, cult filmmaker and avid movie fan, Henrik Kuto, there to take you on the journey and keep you engaged with insights, trivia, and musings. 
featuring films such as The Devil Times Five, Bruce Lee Fights Back, From the Grave, I Bury the Living, and Driller Killer. In the tradition of Elvira, Sven Gulli, and Joe Bob Briggs, we bring you Popcorn Fodder. You can watch all eight episodes completely free when you go to Tubi.com and search Popcorn Fodder, also available on Roku and just about any other way you stream your movies. I look forward to having you all join me for another round of Popcorn Fodder. Premium Friday the 13th custom made hockey mask down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Mask by Lance. Go order one now, boy. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. Once in a blue moon... The stars align, and something truly special is birthed from a hearty combination of passion and sheer determination. May 14th in Alcoa, Tennessee, for one day only, passion and determination are going to become a can't-miss event known as FrankenCon. I'm your host, Brandon A. Lane, and joining me tonight is the OG of the P.O.D. Praise the Lord! It's Fat Fuck Scott. Hey! Glad to have you on board. Glad to be here. And uh, you're going to be along uh, for the ride with Fat Tony and I for the inaugural FrankenCon event. Oh, this so should excited. be a ton of fun. And we're going to go down the list to explain exactly why this is an event that we can't miss. Mm-hmm. And each and every one of you out the RAN Army, you shouldn't be missing this either. You know, I know oh, gas is... prices are crazy right now, but if you've got to rob somebody, siphon their gas out of their tank <laughs> to get gas in yours to get to Frankencon, uh, you know, just do it under. All you need is a water hose, guys. Maybe a screwdriver and jimmy it open. If you if you need uh, instructional uh, video instructions on how to accomplish this, I would suggest you watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Mm-hmm. You you get to see firsthand uh, what will happen if you uh, if you siphon someone's Make gas. Make sure you spit the gas out though. Yes, don't, don't swallow, swallow it. Well. Are you from Arkansas? <laughs> if you're from Arkansas, maybe you drink that gas. I well, don't know. The hills of Tennessee, man. This is where moonshine's from right here. So yeah, but Arkansas is where people—that's uh. that's, that's the epidemic of people drinking gasoline. Oh, it's too—it's too expensive to drink gasoline now. Oh yeah. Um, Scott and I are going to break down the festivities of FrankenCon in just a moment. But first, let's talk about what we have going on, and we being colloquial in the sense of Ransom the Black Lodge, what we have going on at our convention table. So, uh, we've alluded to this a little bit, but I have put together what I'm going to dub press kits, Mm -hmm. and um, there's quite a few things in these, uh, things that are, you know, Rents of the Black Lodge related, and we're just going to offer these things up to, you know, to hopefully, hopefully fans, but, you know, whoever, whoever happens to come up and visit us. come by, you'll leave meeting us, so that's, that's awesome, but you also get to leave with some stuff 
you know, some actual items. So not just a good time, but you get some shit for free that you're probably really gonna like. Now, in the uh, in the long run, there may actually end up being more stuff in these kits, uh, but at, at present. Uh, you're going to get a custom VHS collector case, and that's going to have all the, the mm-hmm. trinkets and treasures in there. It's got original artwork uh, done by by um, a, a local artist by the name of Joshua Todd. Um, he he did our what I call the Breakfast Club mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre two artwork. So it's one of my favorite ones they had made. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, and it just it kind of fit the whole aesthetic. And I went to like great lengths to make it look you know worn and old, mm-hmm. and it's got stickers. Uh, you know, I'm like looking rental. at the wall he has of them made right now. There, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, there's 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 quite a few, and and inside that case we're going to have Rants in the Black Lodge buttons. There's going to be a couple of different designs, so you're going to get their their. You know, the Rant Army crest, you know, a la the Kiss Army. Mm-hmm. Don't sue us, Gene Simmons. If you wear a battle vest like I do, it'll look nice on the front. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look very, very nice. And then we're also going to have uh, a boner um, a pen. Oh, we will have boners. And we will definitely have boners. Yeah. But uh, in the style of the Misfits, um, you know, the Crimson Skull. Don't but sue rather, us, Jerry only. Rather, rather, <laughs> rather than saying Misfits, it says Boner. He's our mascot, so we got to give him a little bit of love as well. Uh, we're going to have Rants from the Black Lodge beer coasters. That's so... Oh. This is one of the one of the first things I, I thought about because uh, a while back... We're all uh, alcoholics? Well, well <laughs> to varying degrees, but, but for for the most part, yes. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, I made this design of a, uh, for a Rants from the Black Lodge podcast t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Then the design was made to look like an old Budweiser mm-hmm. label. And I'm like, it it's just it, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, oh my God, I can make beer coasters. Like that goes hand in hand with, you know, you have oh a drink, God. you listen to the podcast. It, it all, it's a nice reciprocal, you know, reciprocal and a cyclical kind of situation. Getting all uh, metaphorical on you here. But it'll go, it'll go nicely with, uh, you know, whatever other things you pick up at the con. You know, I'm sure people will have like those awesome tumblers you can get oh. and, uh, you know, and glassware and, you know, just cool things like that. And you can plop that fucker right down on a Ransom of the Black Lodge uh, beer coaster. Or if you're under the age of 21, a root beer coaster. Uh, we're also going to have a, what I think is probably the coolest thing the podcast has ever done. And there's going to be several limited edition podcast trading cards. Oh, you've been working on this for a while. Yeah, I totally forgot about those. Wow. Uh, now, um, I'll elaborate a little more on this when we get to the guest uh, portion mm-hmm. of FrankenCon. But one of these cards in particularly is going to be highlighting uh, someone who's very near and dear to the Rants from the Black Lodge family. And it's going to be sort of the memento for a monumental occasion. Probably not for him. He's not going to give a fuck. But <laughs> but for us, in, in saying thank you to... We will it, appreciate it more than he will, abso- but it's nice. It's it, Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but there, those cards uh, are a labor of love. I put a lot of time and effort into designing those to make them look like... You've been working on this for... It's been a long, like a year, two uh, maybe. Well, no, it had been. It's, it, it feels like it. It's been since around. Uh, the, he put his money where his mouth is, guys. These things are nice, and he did it all himself. That's so that's true. It's Every, insane. The, what um, the, you guys are gonna be getting the the amount of effort that I put in just uh, in the organization of this stuff is is astronomical. But I've already told him, even if I don't get one, I might have to jump kid outside and. 
probably grab one myself. Well, that nice. Well, if we have to pull a Detroit Rock City kind of situation, <laughs> oh, shut each other. <laughs> we're going to do it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it work. Um, there's going to be uh, Rants of the Black Lodge podcast sticker. That's going to be mm-hmm. our current artwork. Uh, really nice. Um, uh, design uh, based off of Incredible Hulk number 181 mm. done by an amazing artist named Corey Kaufman. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, he will, going forward, uh, any podcast artwork that is not done by me will be done by him worth every Damn. penny. Um, there's going to be a Rams from the Black Lodge podcast keychain and that's going to have uh, our version of the uh, Motorhead Warpig Snaggletooth mm. logo, uh, the Ran Army. You know, R.I.P. Lemmy. Yeah, R.I.P. Lemmy. Uh, but this is our tribute to that. So it's a it's a nice little thing. And I have to say, um, I got all the all the keychains from China. Uh, I got them in bulk, and then I designed and have printed. They come in yet? Yeah, they're they're okay. all done. They're all done. They're all done. And I, I printed the the inserts for them. Uh-huh. Motherfucker. Not bad, huh? <laughs> oh my god. The amount of time it took me to do that, it was like numbing. <laughs> there was, there, uh, I, for a short time, I had uh, Showtime, uh, the streaming service, mm-hmm. and there's a, a Jim Carrey show, uh, and man, I'm blanking on the title of it. Um, Oh my god, it's going to drive me fucking nuts. I was in living color. No, 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 no. This is a this is a reg, a fairly new. Uh, uh, fuck, it's going to. I can't think of the name of it, but huh. the last two seasons, and it, it's fucking fantastic. Not good enough for me to remember the title of it, but it's a really good show. And it, you know, how long it took me to do every one of those keychains. Mm. Both seasons. Jeez. I told you repeatedly. Anytime you need help, like packaging or something, then I'll oh, well, I'll, I'll help you out. I'm going to put you to work because we have. Oh, great! I got. <laughs> I, I don't have the stuff in the boxes yet. That there's there's still steps oh, to be taken. I see that now. Yeah. Oh the, lord. This stuff has uh, is taken over a good chunk of the Black Lodge. In particular, the room we, we're uh-huh. we're at right now, where we record the podcast. It's just it's it's like a fungus. It continues to grow. But that should give you incentive to let you know that these these packages are going to be uh, incredible in terms and of like... made crafted with blood, sweat, and tears, and his money, not mine. Yeah, all, <laughs> yeah I don't even want to think about the amount of money I have invested, because it's it's a lot. A lot. Those uh, those Trump dollars and Biden bucks uh, have, have, <laughs> have suited me well. Um, and last, but certainly not least, there's going to be a Rants from the Black Lodge podcast membership card. Oh yes, in the, I'm excited about these. In the vein of you know the Kiss Army card, yeah, membership cards, guys. Yeah, and it's it's a lifetime membership. You get it. You write your name on there. Um, Laminate it. It's been signed off by Boner the Skeleton. You know, it, it's all official. It's all official. So once you sign your name on the dotted line, it's essentially making a deal with the devil. Yeah. You you are in the I almost said the Kiss Army. I apologize yet again, Gene Simmons. You're in the <laughs> Rant Army forever, and you cannot go AWOL no. once you. You're in, you're in. We will find you. For life. Now, how do you get this set? This is going to be the uh, the hurdle that some of you are going to have to come over. And I tried to make this as fair and even because there's a limited amount of these. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, myself, uh, Fat Fuck Scott, uh, Fat Tony, and a couple other people are are going to have first dibs on these things. But but oh, I, I do get one. I am going to be held to the exact same standard as everybody else. So this is not going to be. Uh, I mean, I paid for them, so I should be able to get one free, free, no, easy. But no. I'm going to make this as fair as possible. So basically, there's going to be a couple of ways you can go about getting these. 
Either way, stop by, talk to us at our uh, at our booth. And what you're going to do is you're going to take your smartphone, and you will do this in front of us. You're going to subscribe to the podcast on pre- preferably either iTunes or Spotify, but really we'll allow any podcasting we platform. We hope you're already subscribed. <laughs> but we'll, we're hoping to pick up some new subscribers yeah. on the way. And if you are already subscribed, what we're going to have you do is we're going to have you give us a five-star rating. That helps mm-hmm. us and uh, with search algorithms and stuff like that. Puts the podcast out there a little more. It allows people who it's are... It's second of your time. It doesn't seem like much to a lot of you, but every one of those five-star reviews matters, guys. It absolutely does, and um, we will pay that kindness with one of these awesome press kits to for you to take home and, mm-hmm. and lovingly remember us forever and ever. Amen. The other way uh, is that you can do- donate a dollar or more to the Ronnie James Dio Stand Up and Shout Cancer mm. Fund. Um, you want to just talk briefly about what uh, Dio means to you? I mean, I, I bought two of the little the Stand Up and Shout shirts things about the book i've uh, that that i usually don't go into like you know donating because i have two kids and a wife and all that stuff but um this was a fund that i even myself put money toward because it's that close to home for me um deal was more than just a man and this fund in his name is Incredible. Well, for those of you who don't know, Ronnie James Dio, legendary uh, hard rock heavy metal singer, fronted you know several Rainbow. bands, Elf, Rainbow, Black Sabbath, um, and his own uh, solo band Dio, and he was one of the figureheads in the the height of heavy metal. And he's revered as one of the greatest singers, not just of heavy metal, but just the greatest singers of all time. Now, to one put of the this into people too, he was an amazing person across the board, and he was a very charitable guy through the course of his life. But unfortunately, in 2010, which we're coming up uh, on uh, at the uh, FrankenCon's on 14th, and he he passed away uh, on I want to say on the 12th, and um, so. We're, I mean, it's going to be right in the thick of that, and it hits me hard every year because May 14th is my birthday, mm-hmm. and I can tell you the last time I heard Dio when I was alive, I was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee on my birthday. I was in the rhythm section, and they were playing Gypsy off of Holy Diver, and of course, I'm like, oh yeah, Dio, and you know, I bought something, and I normally don't go hardly a day without hearing Dio, but for whatever reason... If I did, it just doesn't register. And I'm sleeping on my couch, and I wake up to a text and just said, he's gone. And I knew he had cancer. Mm. I knew he had cancer, but by all signs, you know, he was making somewhat of a recovery. But, you know, public relations, PR, they they tend to err on the side of positivity rather than being flat-out honest with people. And he uh, he succumbed to it. But I want to talk about one of the most Herculean tasks that has ever happened in the course of music. Ronnie James Dio dying of stage four stomach cancer, mm-hmm. uh, among the most torturous and painful types of cancer you can have, performs with Black Sabbath under a different moniker, Heaven and Hell, performs at Vakken to thousands of... Hundred, not a hundred thousand uh, people, but I bet a, a lot of fucking people. Vodka is a massive deal for the metal community, guys. And that concert 
you look at him, you'd never know he was sick. Not long after that, he accepted the Golden Gods Award, and you could start to see it was starting to weigh on him, and it wasn't very long after that. He ended up in the hospital, and, you know, his people close to him got to say goodbye, but it's it's not that, like, this is all entirely, for me, about Dio. I, I love Dio. He's... He's uh, my favorite lyricist of all time. I, I, I worship the guy, you know, you know, I hold him in such a high regard. But the cancer research fund that that his wife, or his ex-wife, uh, Wendy Dio, has started for him is a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that uh, cancer has been something that has touched so many people's lives. I've had relatives die to it. Uh, Fat Tony, his his father uh, passed away of cancer. It, it's just it's a it's a terrible terrible thing. And what we would like for you to do is if you could donate a dollar or more, you donate to them. You can go. You don't even have to give us the money. You can go uh, onto their website and donate. As long as we see that you do it, we'll give you one of these things. And I think that, uh, preferably, and I know this is just sort of a self-sabotaging thing, but I would rather you give the money to the charity than mm-hmm. to help us out. But either way, uh, we're going to honor our end of the deal, and these press kits, they will be delivered to your awaiting hands. And uh, either way, we will stand up and shout, figuratively and literally. All right, we'll get the heavy, heavy stuff out of the way. Um, for more information about the Ronnie James Dio Stand Up and Shout Cancer Fund, go to docancerfund.org. It's worth, you know, two minutes of your time. Now, FrankenCon is going to be filled to the brim with great celebrities, awesome activities. So if you don't have your tickets, I want you to hop over right now to frankencontn.com and get them while supplies last. Because if you need some persuading, then Scott and I are going to do this right now because we're going to run down the celebrities that are going to be in attendance. This is... A holy shit moment right here. Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy the Male Girl. Talk about... I literally, like, the other day I made my wife finally sit down and watch The Changeling. And I have, like, the Blu-ray, Scream Factory Special Edition, all that crap. Uh, but I, wanted I to believe watch it's Severin, but... Uh, that one. Yeah. Um, I wanted to watch the one with Joe Bob. Because if you always have an option, you always watch the version with Joe Bob. Breaking it down and just going on his tirade. I think he goes on a tirade about... Kentucky whiskey and stuff for 30 minutes because George C. Scott's from that area or something. I don't remember what it was, but it's hilarious. And this man is a legend. Um, I'm trying, I'm probably going to bring a Jason Massacre to sign. Just, he has nothing to do with Jason, but if it wasn't for him, Dear the Monster Vision, that's where I first saw Jason as a kid. One of the uh, monumental moments of Joe Bob during the Monster Vision run is Mm -hmm. is that infamous time when they did the Friday the 13th Marathon. And and TNT did not have Mm -hmm. the rights to show the final chapter. Spoiler alert, final chapter incoming for uh, this podcast in May, so stay, stay tuned for that. But... He goes on a rant about how they don't have right to it. And he's like, there's essential plot elements that are in this. And you can- <laughs> That rant stuck with me. And that, that was the first time I ever got to see Jason was through Monster Vision. I have a Jason tattoo. And I am I love that character so much. And Joe Bob will always be tied to that character for me. So whenever he got to come back through Shudder, it was just a, a giant deal. That's literally the number one reason I have Shudder. I... I I can't tell you how how much you cried when I got you his autograph. That's right. I, I did. I did. I uh, was not. I'm, for tear, that. I'm tearing up right now just thinking about it. Um, uh, Joe Bob Briggs 
was like an affirmation for me as a kid that like there are adults who mm-hmm. feel the same way and that sort of like cuz i nobody nobody in my family like understood you know the love of like cult film or it's, it's or, weird you yeah. like, you're kind of paying into a point I, got, like, I, I, I get it and i, I hate i hate always hated like oh you'll grow out of it blah blah no. blah and like yeah well here i am i'll be <laughs> i'm almost 38 and uh, I'm, I'm i'm still i'm still pretty knee deep in it but not to not to uh, take anything away from Joe Bob, but hot damn, Darcy the male girl. Yep. <laughs> now Darcy, uh, for whatever reason, God bless her. Uh, she she follows us on the, uh, on Twitter. Uh, she her a couple times. Um, yeah, I, I actually have her personal email. I've I've beyond our initial contact. I have not used it because I just don't have the I don't have the sack. Mm-mm. I don't have the sack. That just is not. It's not. It's not she a, is the sweetest person in the world. Like she will respond to you nine times out of ten if she's not busy. And she lives a very busy life. It's she insane. she is always busy, and she took time out of her busy schedule to give us uh, some audio mm-hmm. for our Freddy versus Jason uh, retrospective, which she absolutely didn't have to do, and she got. Mm-hmm. So excited! He's like, "Yeah, I, I want to do it." And they were doing uh, Joe Bob's Jamboree at the at the time this was going on. So I know for a fact that like Both pretty much, busy. with the exception of like the few hours she had to sleep, like she just didn't have time. And she she got it to me, and she was apologetic, like you know, if you need it to be longer, you know, let me you know Absolutely. let me add to it. I'm like, Sweet. no, no, like you could have given me thirty seconds. Yeah, that's the best I could do for you. <laughs> But my, but my my point being, it's like if you can give me thirty seconds, I can give you thirty seconds. Um, jaw jokes aside, she's a, she's a sweet human being, and I, I read a story not long ago where somebody had ordered. I don't know if it was like a Patreon thing or if somebody had ordered uh, from a store like the uh, uh, Fright Rag store, but their shirt, mm-hmm. like someone ordered a shirt, and it didn't come in. And they like, you know, like, hey, you know, are these coming in? And Darcy sent this person her personal shirt oh as God. as a way to make up for it. Now I realize that she she had monetarily she can afford more than likely to accomplish these things. It's just going the extra step. Yeah, of like, she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to do it. And um it's gonna be nice to meet her in person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably gonna have to have my jaw wired shut so I don't drown in my own drool. But she is this is going to be an amazing experience um let's um they're going to have merch for sale mm-hmm. and uh if you buy anything at their booth uh they'll autograph and take a picture for free um if you bring your own thing they're going to be signing for only ten dollars that, that, that blew my mind when i saw how cheap that was like cons are genuinely almost like it's like going to six flags it's, it's cost so much for like just little things but uh, they're not doing that it's crazy there's only one person i have ever met who was like of note who charged less and that was doug bradley and that was like 15 years ago and he don't charge that little anymore <laughs> but i do you, do you get the impression that joe bob is sort of embarrassed that people yeah. love him the way I, they do i honestly think like what you the character of joe bob is literally just him like he's just this Guy who likes to drink beer and talk about movies, man, is just it bothers him that he's as famous as he is. He is a cult icon. He's up there with Bruce Campbell or whoever. Um, it's insane to me that we're gonna be able to sit near him or even be at the same con as him in the same room. It's amazing, and he's not charging much at all. That's no, insane. that's all the more incentive that you, you guys 
don't miss this opportunity. I don't want to sound like the Grim Reaper, but we're <laughs> we're losing our heroes left and right. Totally. At the time we're recording this, we just lost Gilbert Gottfried and um, literally yesterday. Yeah, and you you just you don't know when the Grim Reaper is going to come for you. And uh, we want Joe Bob to be around for you know you know as long as possible. But if you don't don't end up in a situation where like I could have met him, but then you you regret not. Mm-hmm. This this is a once in a lifetime opportunity if you're in in this area or the surrounding area. I mean, you can come from the fucking moon. Everybody's welcome. Uh, worth the drive. Next up on the docket, we have Mark Patton, mm-hmm. another alumni from uh, the Ransom the Black Lodge podcast. He gave us a an introduction for our Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two episode, which a lot of it's people can reunion. A lot of people consider uh, uh, our best, if not second best, episode. Uh, Nightmare Two, uh, a controversial in, uh, entry in the series, but it's one that's found its fandom over mm-hmm. time. And we'll talk a little more uh, about Nightmare Two as we proceed on, because there's going to be a little special event around that film. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark's gonna be charging. $40 in autograph, uh, $20 for a picture, or you can double up and get uh, $10 off, $50 for a combo. Uh, nice. Th- that's the pretty cheap considering uh, what some people charge just for one or the other. Um, uh, Mark, uh, super... Been cons that long either, not for the last couple of years anyway. Super nice guy. Um, I think he's, he's finally... Realized that how much people you know love and revere him. He's he's the the one and only. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, there may be some imitators out there that you know, they're not worth mentioning. It took but, place afterward. I mean, there's only he's the OG, the original, and I'm so excited to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely looking forward to it. And uh, another dance for us. Another Nightmare on Street two alumni. We have Kim Myers. This is another person that you don't see doing conventions, mm-hmm. at least in this neck of the woods. Uh, same thing. Forty dollars for an autograph. Twenty dollars for a picture. Fifty dollars for a combo. Um, I have to say, she's aged very well. Oh, she's beautiful. I love I love redheads, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of a to catch twenty two because sometimes they end up looking like rotten strawberries, <laughs> but she's uh, she's she's held up very well, and she's a she's a very good actress. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even realize that uh, she's she's in a Hellraiser movie, Bloodlines. Yeah, Bloodlines. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, she's she's got some uh, some more clout beyond uh, you know just Nightmare on Elm Street two, and she's gonna be signing autographs, taking pictures. Uh, take her up on that. Another alumni to the Ransom of the Black Lodge podcast, we have Jack Shoulder. Probably, yep. probably uh, in terms of interviews, the, probably the coolest one I've ever been able to do by anybody not named Mick Tron. I was about to say specific, well, specifically because I got to do this interview with him sitting across the table from him What's at me right now at Central Cinema. That's uh, it, it's wild. Yeah, Fat, Fat Tony and I went. They did a, a triple feature of his films. He was so nice and down to earth. Uh, he autographed my poster, and now I'm going to have to spend a fuck ton of money to get Mark Patton and Kim Myers to autograph it too, because that's just my brain works that way. It's everything's going to be it's completionist mentality, fleshed out and balanced. Um, more than Nightmare Two. I mean, he, have you ever seen Alone in the Dark? 
Yes. God, so, so good. One of, one of the really good early slashers, um, uh, the Bleeder. Mm-hmm. What a weird character. And Jack Palance and um, Donald Pleasance. It's just a, it's an eclectic mix. Uh, Martin, Martin Landau's in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dwight Schultz, uh, who you may remember from uh, the A-Team, but I would remember as being a huge Star Trek The Next Generation fan, is <sighs> Lieutenant Reginald Barkley. But either way, oh um, Alone in the Dark, I got a really good uh, Scream Factory edition fairly recently. And um, uh, it, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's it's a, it's a unique slasher that completely like falls into all the right categories, yet somehow subverts all of them at the same time. So it's it's the best slasher that does everything you want and does stuff you didn't know you needed it to at the same time. Uh, you did Wishmaster 2, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, you know, you could, you could argue that it's as good as the first one, um, maybe a smidge less, but it has a scene that will live in movie infamy where a guy... Uh, wishes someone would go fuck themselves, and their body bends over I and just, fucks themselves. Oh my! You're yep. <laughs> That's a thing that happens. that that will live in the in the annals of horror infamy infamy oh. forever and ever. If he never made another movie, he could say, "Well, I was the guy who directed the guy fucking himself in a movie." Mwah! Bellissima. <laughs> Los oh <cinemasa>. my God. <laughs> Uh, Come up next. Oh, wait a minute. I, I need to say, um, he will be charging $30, and you get both an autograph and a picture. Um, next up on the docket, we have John Dugan from a film that uh, Scott's not a huge fan of, but I revere the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's charging $30 for an autograph, $20 for a picture. Um, $40 will get you uh, a combo. Grandpa. It's like the Beatles for me. I appreciate what it does it's just not for me so i can tell you as a as a kid seeing the texas chainsaw massacre for the first time grandpa was among the scariest things i've ever seen he's sucking on it's like Marilyn, it's he's sucking, he's sucking on Marilyn burns's finger, finger. and I, and that freaked me out so much because i have memories of going to church with my grandmother at a very very young age and there was this old man his name was Lyle Testerman and he was the type of I guy like that this. would he'd come around. He was like, you know, old. I mean, he was like almost 100 years old when I was like five. This dude was old. And he would come around and he would like want to shake your hand and stuff. And his skin felt like tissue Clay. paper. And and all I could think of seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre is Lyle Testerman sucking on somebody's finger. Oh, my God. It just gave me, it gave me fucking spine chills just thinking oh, about I it. I don't like it. But John John was night I think he was like nineteen when he made this movie, so they you know, they put him makeup. under put him under makeup to make him look old, and um, it's just it's an iconic performance. And we'll talk about what he has specifically going on in this con a little later on. Um, but if you're a fan of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this is this is something you can't miss. It is a, a once in a lifetime offering. Next up, our favorite guest, the one to rule them all, Mick Strawn. More than a guest, he's he's become my buddy. He's like a member of the podcast at this point. I mean, I mean, he lives in Tennessee now. He lives in Gallatin, which is, I mean, give or take about three and a half, four hours away from here. If he were even like fifty percent closer, I probably 
would be like dog sitting for him or something. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if you know this, but he and John Dugan have become like really good friends. They're like writing buddies now. That's weird. I was I was tell- awesome. I was telling Mick the last time that I I talked to him, I was like, you just need to film you guys. You yeah, because they're like. Uh, it's like the golden Put a GoPro on and just let them go while they're traveling. Just places. two two old hippies uh, smoking some <laughs> doobies riding around a car. I think that's a that's a terrific idea. Um, to commemorate what Mick has meant to our podcast, which I, is immeasurable. Um, he was the first like interview I ever did on the podcast. I interview, mind you, I didn't ask for. I asked Mick to do an introduction. He's like, y'all do an interview. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I, I was like, I, I couldn't say no to him because I'm like, well, fuck. I was so intimidated. And now and now I think back as like, my God, like, why was I so inti- stiff. Why was I intimidated? This dude's a big fucking teddy bear. Um, but he's been on the podcast, you know, you know, once every year since, and every time it's he, it, it gives us something uh, that is absolutely memorable. He just he's a he's a wonderful storyteller. Call my wife a chubby chaser, which she is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, By the way, if you yeah, guys, fat fuck Scott ain't just like a clever name, guys. <laughs> Uh, Mick's going to have his book there for mm-hmm. sale. I highly recommend that you buy it. Um, he he will autograph it and he will inscribe it. And yeah. if you if you have thin skin, it's probably not something for you. But he's going <laughs> to write something comical that will stay with you forever. Um, but he's going to be charging thirty dollars. Uh, that'll get you an autograph and a picture. I, I'm offhand. Uh, I should have asked him. I have no idea what he's charging for his book. No idea. But it's it's worth the price. If you are not Maryland Street fan, his book is all about um, Elm Street. Take you the ride, and it's got some hilarious stories in there. Just a, a weird, funny, eccentric guy. But most importantly, the way we're going to commemorate this situation. Uh, we're coming up on our five-year anniversary, and I thought, you know, Sweet like, who Jesus. who, who has meant the most to our podcast? And there were, like, a couple of names that came up. Me? Yes. Yes, obviously. <laughs> so I thought, yes! But in terms of, like, guest participation, it's, it's Mick. It's definitely so Mick. So we're going to be inducting Mick into our fictional Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. A, a Hall of Fame that will mean probably nothing to him. It's like but the WWE it, Hall of Fame. It exists in our minds and hearts. Yeah, well, it, he, if you get in the WWE Hall of Fame, you get a ring and a plaque. Well, we're going to be giving... We'll get there eventually. What we're going to be doing to commemorate all this is that there's going to be an exclusive Mick Strawn, Bad Boy Production <laughs> Design, Trading Card. Um, it's going to have some fun, tid, fun tidbits about him on the back. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's baseball cards, you know, 1980s style on the front. It's uh, I think that's the the coolest thing I could have done to commemorate our love for our buddy, and um, I guess I'll just go ahead and say the the other cards that'll be included. Our other Hall of Fame inductee is somebody who's never been on the podcast, probably never will be on the podcast, be somebody who's meant so much to the podcast since basically the third episode. That being Tom Atkins. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Atkins facts, man. That, yeah, that's that was a thing for a while, and now it's on the internet on its own. I don't, I don't care what anybody tells you. If they, if they tell, if they tell you that they came up with that Atkins nope. facts, they're fucking lying. That started with this podcast, specifically our Facebook group. Before there was even a, a Twitter, I was like sharing off Facebook onto my Twitter because we didn't really have a Twitter up and going, and Twitter kind of took off with that thing. And I remember like saying. 
I that came from this podcast, oh, guys. They, every time you see the and everybody says they claim it. Specifically the 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 meme, but mm-hmm. but I made you know on my uh, you know my phone uh, that says anytime. Uh, someone says they don't like Halloween three. Uh, Tom Atkins fucks their mother. Yep, and they always crop it so you don't see Atkins fact the number because we have like got almost two hundred of them, and so anyways we're inducting him as well. But the other cards you're gonna get uh, there's going to be a, a Fat Tony and a me card um, <laughs> with our our our, our uh, bronzed, uh, oiled-up muscular uh, physiques on display. So you got really good at Photoshop, I'm hearing. No, no, it's just 100% 100 reality. (sighs) Okay. I have a broadsword in my my picture. (laughs) Fat Tony has an Uzi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Moving on, uh, next we have Nigel Bach. Um, Have you ever heard of the film series Bad Ben? No. Okay, during the pandemic... People are tucked away. They have nothing to do. They're quarantining. Nigel Bach decided, I'm going to make not only a horror movie, I'm going to make a fuck ton of horror movies. And this guy with, you know, uh, I don't know if he shot it on his phone or if he shot it uh, with like a handheld camcorder, but he, he made this film called Bad Ben, put it up on Amazon Prime. It became a huge success, and he's made several of them since then. Now, I actually watched the first one. I haven't seen the sequels because I think, I think they were behind a paywall uh, at one point. Mm-hmm. But bad, the first one was like you know free to watch if you had Prime, and it's it's a found footage movie, but it's done so earnestly that you're like, man, I can't I can't hate on this. The guy created something out of nothing, so I have nothing but respect for Nigel Bach. He's going to be uh, there sighting and taking pictures for free. So please wow. stop by, say hello to him, and we, he's also got something else going on. We'll we'll touch on it a little later. Last, but certainly not least, we have Brian Bremer. So before we get to our big moment related to Brian Bremer, um, he's in a couple of movies. Uh, I can tell you, he's in Pumpkinhead, which is the first movie I can remember seeing in the theater. Absolutely fucking terrified me. It's an incredible film, and. He's in a movie that may be, go down in history as one of the weirdest films ever made, Society. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, I have so many feelings about Society. <laughs> now, now, Society is a movie you hadn't seen until you saw it on The on Last Drop-In. Yep. So, and uh, I had no idea what it was, and you got really excited, and I was like, what is this about? And he's like, just hold on. I was like, oh, no. I had no idea what I was getting into, and still to this day... It's one of those movies I can't explain. I'm just like, you got to watch it. So not long ago at, at work, I, I work at a year-round hard house, but during the, you know, January, February time, we're pretty slow. So we may do, you know, 30 people in a day, and that's being generous. So every once in a while, I'll bring my laptop to work, and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll watch movies uh, just in between groups. And I'm shuffling through through Shudder, um, and there's society, and there's this kid. Uh, shout out to Trevor. Um, he's like, "What's this? Uh, what's this movie about?" And I'm like, ha, ha, "Let's watch this fucker." <laughs> so um, we watch it, and it's just it's just 
interesting for me to kind of take a step back and not really watch the movie, but to watch someone watch the yeah. movie. Because there were moments where, like, he's starting to put the pieces together. I can see the wheels turning behind his eyes. And then there, that first moment where you, you have the reveal. I mean, he's, like, white-knuckling his chair. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> There's really... There's really no way to explain that film to anybody. Yeah, I, 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 you, it defies explanation. It uh, sticks with you, and it's one of those films that you always want to show other people. Not because you had to watch it again, but because you want to watch them watch it like you just a, said. It is uh, so uh, wild. I mean, I mean this in the best way possible, but it's sort of like the cinematic equivalent of herpes. Um, you give it to somebody, and they never going to get rid of it. <laughs> Nope, They're going to get rid of it. Now, Brian's going to be signing autographs uh, $40 a piece, $20 for a picture, or you can do a combo for $50. Now, in addition to the pictures and autographs, we're going to be hosting a live mm-hmm. Q&A retrospective with Brian during Franken-Con. This is a huge moment for the podcast. Yeah. Now, over, over time, like, I mean, we've been... Asked here and there to to do some things, and I've I have almost always turned them down because I just I just didn't know like what do you want from me, you know? And a lot of expectations on yourself. The the guys who run Frank and Con, shout out to to those guys, are Richard and Matt. Um, not long ago at Central Cinema, uh, they uh, they had a showing a couple of movies uh, for Valentine's Day. They did My Bloody Valentine and the movie mm-hmm. Valentine. And they're like, hey, why don't you guys come out and we'll do a live podcast and we'll you know talk about the movies and stuff. And I'm like, ah, man, I, I just want to come to the movie. I don't know. I mean, I just don't think about myself in those terms of like standing on a stage talking to people. Yeah. I, I, I like sitting yeah. in a controlled environment and... and this uh, is our safe space. This yeah. is the Black Lodge. Yeah, time and space don't matter here. It's just it's a, it's a, an allocated space for nonsense, and I don't have to worry, worry about the mm. public ridicule. That being said... Which is weird because he gives speeches to thousands of people a day at his job. And that's the point I'm getting ready to make. <laughs> that being said, if you give me a microphone... Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's like it's like Clark Kent becoming Superman. I just, mm-hmm. or I guess a better example would be Bruce Banner turning into the Hulk because a mo- fucking monster arises. Also, he turned to Rob Halford before live. It was awesome. So <laughs> that could have weird connotations if you don't include that it was karaoke. <laughs> there, there were no glory holes involved. That's not me being homophobic. That's just oh, that's funny. I read your book, Rob. <laughs> you might have some bastard. Um, but so, I mean, they, they, they talked us into it and I thought, well, you know what? It's a central cinema. We're going to have fun doing it. And it got a great response and they had sort of like hinted around like, well, you know, maybe, you know, you might want to do something at, at FrankenCon. And I'm, I'm like, you know, if we did something, the first thing that came to mind was like Mick, obviously. And they said, well, you know what? We have Brian Bremer coming in. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done a lot of conventions. What would you think about doing a uh, a Q and A, and just really like what we do here on the podcast, but just in a more truncated form with a live audience? And I'm like, oh my god, fuck! Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I guess we're in, and um, and now it's the it's the slow trod to uh, what I mean it could be a complete disaster. We're I guess going we'll, through the motion I, now. I, I guess we, I, I guess we'll find out. But I, I'm very excited to do it. I, and I've talked to Brian. He's he's 
over the moon because I, I feel like he's he's one of those people that didn't realize that he had a fan base mm-hmm. until you know however long ago. So he hadn't really done that many conventions. So this is special if you're if you're a fan of some of the films he's been in. Then this is a, a golden opportunity to get a signature and a picture from somebody who hasn't done a lot of them. It's always nice to have sort his of, brain get picked live. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. Oh, I'm gonna pick it so good. I'm gonna pick that brain. I'm gonna pick it like a fucking buzzer. So, you will turn to Rob Hoffer with the glory hole, but with questions. With questions, yes. Okay. <laughs> spread eagle, spread, spread eagle to the wall. Be prepared to take them all. <laughs> oh man! And the fun doesn't stop there because there's several events going on during the event and after the show. Uh, so let's break those down. Now, there's going to be a horror and religion seminar uh, hosted by the Truth and Fellowship Church of Knoxville. That's going to be interesting simply because they're not coming at it from like a, you know, you're a center for liking horror movies. They're going to talk about how religion has sort of steered the direction of horror in some cases, like, you know, The Exorcist. That's and, interesting. Yeah. I, I'm an exorcist. Yeah. Like all the... I mean, the I devil's always there. He's a big bad guy. I mean, I don't know the details of specifically no. what they're going to be laying out. But, bro- but broad strokes, that's that's going to be interesting. I, mm-hmm. Looking looking forward to that. Uh, there's also going to be the first ever Franken Film Festival. It's going to be a uh, people are going to submit their short films and oh. they're going to have a viewing and a contest. This is going to be uh, hosted by Hacks Horror Show, Chris Bell and Miss Helena Housewife. It's going to be fun. Uh, so if you've got a, uh, I don't know if the deadline has passed yet, but if you have a short film. This might be uh, something to look into. Uh, FrankenConTN.com. Check that out right now. There's also going to be a screening of Bad Ben, Part 1, uh, and a, a Q&A, Ask Nigel Anything. It's going to be hosted by our good buddies at Spooky Dudes Podcast. Uh, sh- shout out to Corey. Uh, he was one of those guys uh, that was up on the, the stage with us when we did our Q&A at, um, at Central Cinema. Yeah. Good dude. Good podcast. Check them out as well. There, this is what I think is going to be the highlight of the night in terms of like the regular regular show before you get to the the dirty VIP after show <laughs> shenanigans. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre dinner scene is going to be broke down by John Dugan himself. And this is going to be hosted by Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast. That's Matt and Richard, um, who are guys who are putting on the con. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting the spotlight, well deserved. Lamb, they're the ones taking the yeah. taking the hit of putting the show on. So no uh, no hard feelings there. Fuck. I mean, I I, I, the I, I envy them. I envy them heartily um, for this. That's it's a cool thing. Um, but definitely going to be in attendance for that. Uh, I don't care who has to sit at the fucking booth. I'm going to check that out. Oh, sit at the booth. <laughs> Then we have the VIP after party uh, uh-huh. activities. Now, uh, at last check, these these are sold out. So unless unless you got some means of uh, you know uh, greasing the palm of somebody at the door, probably not going to have access to these. But for those of you who have bought the tickets, man, this is a lineup because we're going to have live music from the Rock and Metal Academy and then the Casket Creatures. Now I'm not terribly familiar with either one of these bands but I did a little bit of research and it's going to be a cool theatrical kind of rock show on a you know club show uh, scale super fans so, so yeah. very very cool very cool shock rock absolutely uh, file in with the, the clientele of you know the weirdo is going to be there yep. the weirdos come out at night um, there's also going to be a live Q&A panel with Joe Bob and Darcy um, please and I will state this for, for the obvious when you ask the lovely 
Darcy the Male Girl questions. Keep them about the show and stuff. I, there, there have been, a, I've seen online where a couple people have asked her questions about some of the other things that she does. And it's not that, like, I guess that she does sort of leave the door open for that. And she's always nice about it. But, you know, no one's there for that. Don't Every, take advantage of the live environment. Put yeah. them on the spot. Yeah, she she's there to talk about her love of horror movies mm-hmm. and 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 Joe her adulation for her you know co-host Joe Bob Briggs, which we're all gonna have, and I might have tears in my eyes, so nobody I, judge me. Well, I fuck me, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's gonna be I, I'm gonna be teary eyed. There's no fucking mm-hmm. way I'm not gonna be. The main event of the night. There's going to be a screening. Of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. But this is what's going to sweeten the deal from this. Because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Live commentary from director Jack Shoulder and stars Mark Patton and Kim Myers. Now, the reason this is significant is that, for whatever reason, New Line and then own up the chain to Warner, who owns New Line, they have been very stringent when it comes to commentaries for the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Mm -hmm. We have Wes Craven's commentary for the first movie, and we have New Nightmare, and there are no other commentaries. And that's insane because it's mind-boggling especially considering how popular you know part three is and um and, and and part two has this cult following and when i when i met jack shoulder the first thing i asked him is like you know why is there no commentaries like they, they never asked me to do one and and frank and con just frank and con made the decision of asking him to do one so i i extend my hand in gratitude for this because Having all three of them there, mm-hmm. and in front of us, in front of us, watching the movie and just talking about the things that went on, because I mean, we a lot of these things we know. It's just putting them in perspective of like actually seeing it play on the screen. Yeah. That's a completely different experience. And I'm a commentary junkie. Mm-hmm. I mean, this podcast started out as a commentary show, and our our secondary series, uh, Rants After Dark, is a watch along series. So that that has an appeal to people, butter. and I just don't, I don't. I've never known anybody to do a commentary in front of a live audience. I have talked about it before. I wanted to do this with Mick, but I've this has never happened at a con that I've ever been at. Not that I know of. So if you're a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 fan, or even if you just are a Freddy fan, this is something that like you're probably never going to have the opportunity to see again. Can't miss this. Saturday, May 14th, Hilton Knoxville Airport Ballroom. Tickets are on sale now. FrankenConTN.com. Do not miss this show. Now, of these festivities, what are you looking forward to the most? Meeting people. Uh, we're in Gatlinburg. We meet a lot of like tourists and stuff, but just passerbys. But generally, it's it's not people like us. We're, we're hardcore horror fans, so it's going to be nice to meet like-minded individuals who are as passionate about horror and the like as we are. So that's going to be interesting. And then, of course, you know, Joe, Bob, and Darcy. I'm going to cry. It's across the board. I'm, I'm just excited. It's my, it's on my birthday, and mm-hmm. that that in of itself is, is a birthday present. You'll but be working, but you won't be working. No, this... <laughs> I, this this the work the work is all the prep. Mm-hmm. That day is going to be the a, cake, a cakewalk in in terms of all the prep we put oh, into things. Um, 
that's going to wrap us up for this episode. Uh, we're going to be back May 1st with an in-depth retrospective from one of the most revered and loved slasher flicks of all time, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Till then, yeah, please subscribe to the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast on one of the many platforms we're available on, including iTunes and Spotify. Follow the podcast on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Stop by our homepage at JuicyKruger.com. And for the love of Cthulhu, buy a t-shirt a mug or a sticker from our web store at rantarmy.com. For Fat Fuck Scott, this is Brennan A. Lane signing off. Till next month, Rant Army, keep marching. marching.